0: Coming up on Guys Talking Sports, we talk about it all. We talk all sports. We start with the NCAA um, making a change now to have players, to, for college players to, to get paid for their likeness and uniqueness. So we're going to talk about that. We also talk about the World Series going on right now, Game 7, uh, Houston Astros and Washington Nats. Somebody has to play. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. We're going to talk about the NCAA, we're going to talk about the new rankings that's out with LSU, Um, eventually going up against Alabama. And we're going to talk about everything else in the NFL as well. Some of the trades that went down. Some of the teams that are still undefeated, like the Patriots and the 49ers. We're going to talk about that and some of the disappointments. We're going to talk about Black quarterbacks in the NFL and how they're thriving right now. We're also going to talk a little bit of the NBA. We're going to talk about the Lakers. We're going to talk a little bit about the Western Conference teams and a little bit about the Eastern Conference teams as well. My co-host, Adrian Catwell, joining me, Al and guys from Sports. And that begins right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Guys Talking Sports. We really appreciate all the love and support. Really do, really do. Um, But right now, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk a lot about sports, what's been going on in the world of sports today. Uh, Got my co-host with me, Adrian Catwell. Me. So what's going on, Adrian, man? How you doing?
1: Man, it's the hump day. For a long week of work, doing some tedious crap. And i was just looking forward to shelling out some steam when we talk about sports.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I completely agree. And of course, you know, our, my, our other co-host, Earl Rawls, couldn't make it. He's on special assignment. I think he's covering right now. He, I think he went to go see the Sixers game to cover the fight between Cat and Joel Embiid. So I'm pretty sure that we're going to hear a lot about what's going on with the 76ers, Minnesota Timberwolves, as we speak. Or he could be working at Rutgers game. I don't know. Mm. but working at Rutgers game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. No, but on, on another side of things, we got a lot to talk about. So let's get right into it. Of course, we're talking about Game 7, the World Series, um, with – the game's tied at three apiece between the Washington Nets and the Houston Astros, and right now, currently, Houston is leading one to nothing in the, in the, middle, what, in the bottom of the fourth. Now, yeah, yeah. Right. So, uh, let's get your thoughts on: did we ever think that it was going to get to this game seven? I know that when we first talked about with the Nets winning the first two games, you know, everybody was already on the bandwagon. It was the Nets' destiny to win. And then the Astros showed their true colors as to why they are the best team in the MLB. And now it is, with all this going back and forth, it is now tied at three games apiece, deciding game tonight as it's going on. So let me get your thoughts about the World Series and what are your thoughts of how everything is going so far?
1: It's crazy that uh, all the games have been won on the road. True. So, uh, you know, that would be the uh, that would be the one kind of standout thing. Um, honestly, I don't think the Astros. I, I'm not saying I don't, I, I'm not saying the Astros didn't think that the Nationals were worthy of being there, but I think the Nationals really just hit them with you know when when surprise fight and say Mike Tyson gets hit with a one-two combo in the beginning, like oh shit, I didn't realize you know you can kind of do that to me and kind of stunned, but then he kind of regains his composure and it shows you that he's the champion that he is. You know, I think that's what kind of happened with the Astros, where they were like, oh, wow, okay. And then um, they came back and showed their true grit, but then the Nationals was like, well, you know, you ain't knocking me out just yet. I mean, after the Nationals, the Nationals came back, so you ain't knocking me out the park just yet. So it's been a great series. Um, truly not would have thought that it would have, no home team would have won a game just yet, but it could very well be, that's the way the series kind of ends up. Um, Both teams are deserving. Uh, I think I saw a stat where they pretty much had identical records coming out of the regular season. Um, So both are worthy, the best two teams are there. Um, I wouldn't be disappointed in either team winning. I mean, personally, I'd rather see the Nats just because since I'm in the D M V and I kinda adapted the Nats as my second team over the Orioles, of course, because they bum ass my (laughs) football. You know, but um, I would like to see the Nats get there first, just to say that they, you know, bring some joy to D C after the after the Capitals won their 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 Stanley Cup over a year ago. So it'd be nice to kind of bring another championship to D C but it wouldn't shock me if the Astros pulled it out.
0: I mean to be honest with you, the Washington the DMV area has multiple championships. You got the Capitals winning, you got the Mystics winning in <laughs> WNBA. Right. And, and you have, if the Nets pull this off, you have the Nets winning as well. So, you know, I, I am also rooting for the Nets to win as well. Um, not so much, it's just the fact that, you know, Houston already got there. So it'd be interesting to see another team win it, you know, as the first win. So, um, but I will say this, this has been very entertaining. Um, everybody was saying that it all comes down to whoever wins their first home game right now, and we'll see if the Houston Astros can pull it off. But I'm, I'm very, very excited about how things played off. Um, a lot of people had it going like five or six games, and it's good to see that this is going down to the wire, to the final game of the, of the World Series. And it's interesting to see, like you said, they're both equally matched. So it's just who's gonna, who has what it takes to pull it out. Um, all it still was very entertaining to watch. It still is very entertaining to watch. And it, like you said, the best two teams won. And um, I'm definitely interested to see how the rest of this goes out, how this game ends. Um, bottom line.
1: Yeah, I won't be
0: going to sleep till I over.
1: I might, I might take a nap during. But I'll wake up before it ends.
0: No, I completely agree with you on that. I completely agree with you because it's very interesting to keep continuing to watch this. Um, so with that being said, do you really believe that Bryce Harper is now still kicking himself because of all this drama, everything seeing where the Nats are now, um, not without him as to say, as you can say? Um, do you think Bryce Harper really cares at all about this at this stage?
1: Um. I'm sure the Nats feel. I'm sure Bryce Harper feels some sort of way. Like you know, how's it that they could pull this off when I once I leave, but we couldn't do anything when I was there. I mean, you have to feel. You have to feel something. I mean, that's this. That's this. I just don't see how that would be any other way. You know, I'm sure he's happy for his old teammates, but if I think if the Nats win, he'll definitely be in his feelings. But if the Nats don't, if the Nats don't win. They probably breathe a collective sigh of relief and like, all right, uh, they ain't win it. They got close, you know, and uh, we'll try again next season to see how it kind of goes out. Hopefully, yeah, he said, hopefully the Phillies are knocking Nats out, so it wouldn't be that issue come next year, and he'll be the one with the last laugh.
0: Yeah, no, I to be honest, I, I honestly see him rooting for the Astros to win. <laughs> um, I I could see him saying because if the Astros win. I could see, I could literally see him saying, "You know what? They couldn't do if they had me still there. They could probably. I would have probably put them over the hump to win. But if the Nats win, it's just I see his value goes down to a degree because you know it just goes to show that you don't have to pay that person a lot of money that is supposed to be your superstar and still turn out to be okay." And it just brought up an interesting theory, the fact that a lot of people pay a lot of these players a lot of money and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. And you start to see that happening, not just in MLB. This would be a perfect example, but you also see it as well as in the NFL as well with, their, with some of the players as well.
1: So I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I mean, a small part of me is still sad that the Yankees didn't make it, of course. Yeah. You know, but um, they're the ones that are really, like, disappointing themselves because they felt they were the better team than the Astros and I and I could I kind of got that vibe too. Mhm. I mean they were balling but when it came out, when it when it was time to play big they played small and came up short. So you know you you got to just got to appreciate that the Astros I'm sure I doubt the Astros team is going to stay intact going into next season. So typically with a baseball team they're unless you're the Atlanta Braves, then they just had a hell of a run, that a, a, a franchise will be that sustained that much success with that core player, core players for quite some time. I just don't see it happening in today's baseball.
0: Yeah, and it's unfortunate because it's not really unfortunate, but it is, it needs to be the balance. And it it looks like the system works where right now, you know, Um, they're trying to eliminate, like, those superstar teams, those super teams, um, and just focus more on balancing what they have and to keep it neutral in the balancing where so many superstar pitchers is not on one team per se, but, you know, can have the opportunity to move to another team and become the ace and get paid a lot of money um, to be the ace or just another um, superstar batter to go to another team where you give them all that money and he can do that And it just seems like it's more balanced that way, especially in the major league.
1: Well, as much as people want to say offense, 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 and I know I preach this, I talk about this all the time, that people get the wrong, people who don't understand baseball, people who don't like baseball, don't understand that baseball is more of a, a defensive pitching sort of a situation. You know, it's nine against nine, but, Every time before a ball is put in play, it's one is one versus one.
0: Mm-hmm. Pitcher versus batter. Mm-hmm.
1: The pitcher's goal is to get that batter out. The batter's goal is to get a hit. More than likely, as you can see from most batting averages, it's only between 26 and 34% of the time that a batter even gets a hit. So it's always going to be a pitcher's dominated league. And when you come to the World Series, That's who always rises the cream of the crop rises because it's all about pitching and defense, you know, so that's, that's that. Mm. Hmm. So, I mean, no matter, no matter what about a big bat, a big bat is everything when you don't have a big bat on your team, but no big bat can can overtake dominant pitching. And that's why Washington always had good pitching, but it was that their bats and their offense was, always faced with just as good pitching or better pitching, and they never could, you know, take that next leap. This time around, the offense actually showed up, and their pitching was dominant. So that's why you see where they are.
0: And it's amazing the fact that it takes now for their bats to wake up in a big way because Mm -hmm. a lot of people was looking for that in the previous games, and it didn't show, which is why, and rightfully so because you had the best pitching um, in the World Series going on, um, but it was interesting the fact that their the backs woke up um, game six, and I was very, I was very floored. The fact I'm not floored, but surprised that it got to that level where it was a lot of runs were scored um, in game six for the Nats. Uh, Astros, you kind of knew where they were with their hitting, but the Nats were a little bit suspect. Uh, so it was good to see that 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 opened up for them. So, um, which again brings me back to why this is. Probably the most interesting Game 7 that there is because we'll see if the Bats will wake up for this final game mm-hmm. and see if they can actually take control of this and win this, the World Series.
1: Well, we'll find out. It's going to be over in about a good 12, <laughs> you know, a good two, three hours. So we'll know for a fact.
0: That is true. That is true. Um, So let's move on because we got a lot to discuss. Um, Let's talk about the big news that happened this week. And, of course, is the NCAA um, making a unanimous decision to allow uh, college athletes to use their face, their appearance and likeness, I believe, um, to pay for college athletes to use their uniqueness and likeness. Um, going forward and I guess in merchandising basically for like games and stuff like that um, they're going to work on actually having the athletes get paid or get compensated for um, the use of their likeness Uh, so which is a big win for them Uh, so let me get your thoughts on that because to be honest it all kind of started with California's decision to do it and I think when California made that decision I think that's when the NCAA really started to think about it before making that unanimous decision. So let me get your thoughts on the whole idea of now um, NCAA really letting this happen. Um, Not saying that's going to happen immediately, but the fact that they're letting this happen um, down the road, I think is a big win for college athletes. But let me get your thoughts on that.
1: Uh, Well, I know California started it, but then New York got into it, then Florida Mm. got into it, and some Mm. other states following suit. So once it was, it was going to be a domino effect. And at some point, the NCAA had to realize, you know, there's only so much we could do. We can't sit there and tell California no, but then New York is doing it then. So they, they caved. Now, as a matter of, the bigger question will be, it says, you know, compensate the players on unique, uniqueness and likeness and all that type of stuff and, and playing within the NCAA rules. So what is that? That's the ambiguous uh, part of the whole combination, like clarify what you mean by within the NCAA rules. You know, are you gonna leave it like how the feds do policies and laws and then leave it up to the state to interpret it, interpret, it um, interpret those policies and laws and then trickle it down that way? Or are you trying to make it uniform across all universities just so that there's a level playing field? I think those are the things that we need to figure out uh, to see how this is going to go. But the one thing that will come out of all of this is college football and NCAA EA sports is back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm very serious. I'm re- very curious to see how this is going to be, and I agree with you. The policies has to be very detailed um, because how's it going to is it going to be the colleges itself that is going to benefit from this and that in terms, are they going to control it so that it in turns go to their athletes? Um, I think more I think more details need to be hammered out, so to speak. Right. Because I can see so many people discrepancy. I can see so many discrepancies in regards to how this can go. And they really need to make sure that they get it together the first time because if they mess up and something was to come out of it where there was a loophole or something like that i really have a feeling that it's going to just mess up everything and it takes two steps backwards in that regard so mm-hmm. it'd, be, it'd be definitely interesting to see how the ncaa is going to work this out because let's be honest how are they going to i not you know it's just for all athletes is it just for football is it going to be just for football and basketball is it going to be for all the other sports so I'm very curious to see how they map this out and to be honest it's still a good win for college athletes because you know all this talk before about not being able to get paid to do whatever it is you know what to be honest should have been done to begin with I think it's more important now that at least the conversation is starting um, because to be honest, there was really no conversation in that regards. It was always talk about it, but there wasn't really initial conversation from the NCAA. But mm-hmm. at least this is a start.
1: Well, we'll definitely see how this whole thing plays out. Mm-hmm. But I do know that uh, EA Sports, if you were uh, paid attention, mad people play NCAA 14 on the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3.
0: Still do.
1: (laughs) Exactly, I'm one of them. I can't speak for PlayStation because personally, I don't like it. But I will speak for Microsoft and Xbox. So EA, Microsoft, make the backwards uh, compatibility happen. Let us play the NCAA 14 on our Xbox Ones, use all the cool features that we have to share, stream and all that beautiful stuff. Also, a lot of college baseball and a NCAA 09 March Madness basketball game come back too. So now we can have fun and play the games that we love and stayed up for hours and hours and hours on work nights because we were hooked, you know? So let's just go from there.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, I definitely agree with that because at the end of the day, The focus should be on the the people that want to play the games. (laughs) Um, But I also agree with you in regards to it just opens up a whole new gate, opens up a whole new door when it was closed originally, bottom line. And it's good to see that the NCAA is, is starting to think now that maybe there's profit in this some way, shape, or form be interesting to see how it plays out but maybe there is something that could benefit them as well and it's always good to have something that everybody is looking to be a part of and to be honest I could obviously see the NCAA being a part of the gaming system as well like if EA Sports was to do that or bring um bring back college football I could see NCAA benefiting off of that because they're going to be using the name so Mm -hmm. the trademark is going to be there so um, I think that they, they're looking at all avenues on it, but I still think it helps to benefit the, the student athletes because let's be honest, the NCAA has been using the backs off of these athletes all for you know for their, for, for their financial gain from the uh, jump. The
1: last couple decades,
0: exactly. So it's good for this to be a conversation piece because it gives the student athletes the opportunity to do something for themselves, something that they didn't have before, and we talked about it all the time the fact that ncaa does things a certain way where student athletes don't can't can't even afford to eat when they go you know living in dorms and things like that when they have all everybody else has the ability to do the things that they want to do use their unique their likeness for other things to get paid and get financially paid for it and the NCAA halts that completely to stop these student athletes, but yet you use them to profit whatever it is that you're doing whenever the games that they're playing. It's all mm-hmm. for the NCAA brand, which is unfortunate because the NCAA is the brand, is the stepping tool to get into whatever pro sports that you're trying to get into. And right. it's unfortunate.
1: Well, EA Sports, Microsoft. <laughs> Xbox, Microsoft Xbox, (laughs) while y'all sit there and try to figure out how you guys can make that video game, uh, at least make the backwards compatibility thing happen. You know, I don't mind booting up my 360, but I know it got to look better on my Xbox One, especially with the X, plays natively in 4K. Come on, let's make it happen. That's all I ask. I got a dynasty going on my man's shell right now. You know, and and now with the whole project cloud that Xbox is doing, Microsoft, where you can play your games remotely using your cell phone as long as you have a, a wireless controller. Dude, man, you can be playing these games at work.
0: <laughs> you don't want to really say that out loud. You know, that there's people might be listening to you, right?
1: And they might. <laughs> i'm not saying i would pull it out while i'm actually working but if you know i'm sitting there on my break or it's lunch time leave me alone
0: <laughs> oh man you just brought up a, a a bad a bad thing that happened um one of my one of my side note one of my co-workers actually bought his xbox to the work tra- oh he, 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 he got fired right he got fired for it anyway i'm sorry i digress anyway um so, yeah, I think the NCAA is definitely making the right step. And I think it helps benefit the student-athletes. And student-athletes now may want to actually don't take other avenues and may want to stay in the NCAA a little mm-hmm. bit longer. So it could benefit the NCAA all around if they do something like this and continue to do something like this. So we'll see how it goes. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about – while we're, I guess while we're on the subject of the NCAA, um, let me get your thoughts on any changes in the top 25. I think Alabama is still that number one. No, he, they're not. They're number two now.
1: LSU number one.
0: Ah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's
1: LSU one, Alabama two, Ohio State three, Clemson four.
0: So then let me get your thoughts on the change between Alabama and LSU. Because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm hearing rumblings about there's a lot of talk being between LSU and Alabama. Um, oh, yeah.
1: They're about to play.
0: Okay. So there is a big game that's coming up for, between the two. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And uh, LSU got their big boy pants on, that's for sure. Um, you know, Alabama's always going to be Alabama. But LSU of course. is real nice. Um, that's going to be an epic game. And I don't think it's going to be like, the past LSU-Alabama joints when it was like 9-6 was the final score because it was a defensive battle. Nah, these both – they both got offenses and they played tough defense. And I think – Are you making a prediction here? Um, I think – Yes. I'm okay to call it. Okay. I, I'm going to say LSU by 10. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Just because they're just playing damn good ball. Not like Alabama isn't playing damn good damn good ball, but Alabama ain't really playing nobody yet. Mm-hmm. LSU played some teams already. So nice. this is going to be Alabama's first true test, and LSU has already been played a couple top 10 teams. So they already been, LSU's already been punched in the mouth and been punching people in the mouth, and they know how to take hits. I don't think Alabama has faced anybody that's going to sit there and hit them with some combinations and see how they're going to be uh, able to handle it.
0: Hmm. It's very interesting. I mean, all I got to say is if LSU is talking, they better make sure they walk that walk. Yeah. That's, they, that's why I don't
1: like the whole smack talk, you know, just keep yeah. quiet. Let your play speak for itself.
0: Exactly, exactly. Like, if you're going to talk it, you better make sure you back it up. And Mm -hmm. as always, you know, because if you don't, that's going to be a huge problem. Like, you can't say nothing, not even for the rest of the season, unless you win the championship. Right. So, this is put up or shut up, bottom line. And we'll see how that plays out because LSU, you know, if they're number one, I'm pretty sure that they want to keep it that way. And Mm -hmm. Alabama's not really looking at the short-term goal. They're looking long-term at this stage. I'm pretty sure that that's what their focus is. They're not looking at this particular game per se. I think they're looking more so towards the championship. I think Mm -hmm. LSU might be short-sighted in looking at this game as one of the biggest games. They're probably going to treat it as a playoff game.
1: Well... I'm not hundred percent sure.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, let me see something. Where's my phone? I'll tell you something here. Um. Let's see. Let's go to Bleacher Report. Let's go to. Let's get out of this. Let's go to scores. Let's go to college football. Okay. So Alabama LSU face off November ninth. Uh Okay, so what happens is LSU and Alabama are both in the SEC West. Mm-hmm. So they will not face each other in the SEC Championship. Yeah. So whoever wins this more than likely will probably run out and win out the the SEC West and then probably face whoever, Florida, Georgia, whomever, in um the SEC East. Now, LSU, I think, already beat Florida. Mm-hmm. And I want to say they beat Georgia. All right. Don't give me the line, though. Um, (laughs) uh, But with that being said, I can tell you real quick. LSU just beat Alabama. LSU, uh, Mississippi State, there ain't nobody. (laughs) LSU beat, well, LSU beat uh, Florida, and they beat uh,
0: Auburn.
1: Auburn, and they were both two top-ten teams. Mm-hmm. So now it's up to – and Alabama hasn't played anybody. I don't even think Alabama's played anybody that was ranked this entire season. Mm. They they beat Tennessee. Uh, oh, They beat uh, number 24, Texas A&M. But that ain't ain't nothing. I I still don't believe they played a top 10 team all season. So that's why I have a a strong belief that LSU is more battle-tested, even though Alabama may have better all-around athletes just because of the type of players that they recruit.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I think LSU just puts them more battle-tested.
0: Yeah. So like, like you said, it's going to be very interesting to see how this game is. And I'm pretty sure everybody got this marked on their calendars. Mm-hmm. Because all this talk and all this back and forth, something's gonna have to give and somebody's gonna have to take that L and we'll see who who is who's gonna talk that talk and actually back it up down the road. So we got until like you said, November the 9th. There's mm-hmm. gonna everybody's gonna be tuned in for that. And it's an early game, three thirty um game. So everybody's gonna be tuned in to see how this plays out.
1: I'll be watching. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: so let's move on a little bit to um the nfl and talk about that um patriots 49ers still undefeated um uh, miami still tanking <laughs> i mean there's some trades that happen, nothing really major uh so right now let me get your thoughts on just how the nfl is shaping up um i know you, you know i'm not going to talk much about your 49ers um still doing their thing of course um but I'm just curious because I saw the, the with the Patriots, their defense is really, really d- scoring a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, like to the point where um, somebody said something earlier that, you know, if, if the offense never scored and just relied on the Patriots' defense alone, they'll still be four and two. Like, I was like, that's very scary. Very scary.
1: The uh... – Patriots defense is actually playing lights out. They're playing like the early Patriots dynasty teams from back in the, the mid to late 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting just to see how they're playing. And, and, and they don't really have that one or two guys that are just stand out like superstars. That's, that's what kind of makes them so unique. I guess, so to speak, because they're actually balling. Like, their offense, I'm sure they have a star in defense. I just can't think of their name because I'm not a Patriots fan. You know, but, you know, everybody thinks Patriots, Tom Brady. Of course. And then who does he have? Edelman. And then it's like, uh who's who, whoever.
0: Down the line, yeah. <laughs>
1: you know, and then the defense, nobody really – the McCourty twins. Um, yeah. So they don't have anybody like a Jalen Ramsey or a, or a Honey Badger or JJ Watt or somebody that you know, you could sit there and say automatically. So it's just amazing how they're out there just playing the way that they're playing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the 49ers, you know, hey, I'm, I'm still consciously optimistic. I'm not, I'm not getting too high or too low on this team because all it takes is this one loss and then the losses can bound up. And you went from 6-0 and to 6-10. and or a 7-9 and just that quick. So if they're up to 10-0, you can wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> because they'll finish 10-6, and six and they still have an outside shot of making the playoffs. That's true. That's
0: yeah. true. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And to be honest, Seahawks is still right on their tail. Exactly. Um, with 6 and the Rams
1: and can mess around and turn it, turn it back around real quick.
0: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, Rams run too straight already so Mm -hmm. they're starting to gain some steam but also i have to give a shout out to the browns i mean browns the bills um Mm -hmm. because the bills is right there with the patriots so not saying that they'll eventually catch up to them but you know you never know they they actually have a better record than i originally thought they're five and two so Mm -hmm. you know they're they're doing some good work i i really written off (laughs) the rest of the afc east (laughs) <laughs> last time I was talking, but I have to give props where props is due. Um, Patriots is definitely, I mean Patriots, Bills is doing their thing. Well,
1: uh, I want to give a shout out to Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. Ho- holding the sinks, keeping them undefeated while Drew Brees was uh, on the injured list. He did a hell of a job, and I think I saw something on Bleacher Report where his play probably solidified at him to be earning 20 to $30 million a year next season. Without question. Uh, to be somebody's starting quarterback. So kudos to Tom, Teddy Bridgewater, and, you know, especially after everything he's been through. You know, he's definitely, to me, he should be comeback player of the year. Even if he doesn't play another game, he just shows that he has the capability and he can lead a high-powered offense regardless if they win 12-10 or if they win 45 nothing, that he can hold them down and, get wins get wins accordingly so i'm
0: all for that no i completely agree um i believe that if it wasn't yeah i mean i think that when you settle down and get into an offense that's comfortable and it shows like you reap the benefits from that and to be honest kudos to the saints offensive coordinator for and quarterback coach for sticking with him and giving him the opportunity to succeed down there with the saints like, if I'm, if I'm Bridgewater, like, that's something, like, to 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 get to where he was and to be highly respected, to fall down and then become a backup and get the opportunity to, to prove yourself again. Yeah. I think it, it definitely helps. And kudos to him. Um, also, I have to give kudos to um, Jacoby Brissett. Yes. Uh, because of the fact that, you know, everybody written off the Colts when Andrew Luck retired. And – to be honest, you know it was you know everybody thought that oh we just going to tank for the following year and Jacoby Brissett was like nah we gonna we gonna ride or die this and kudos to the Colts for sticking with him and riding with him because um, now they're leading the AFC South with a five and two record and you know they're doing their thing so kudos to them because nobody didn't have the Colts after Andrew Luck retired nobody had them like in a position of where they are and mm-hmm. I think they're actually doing great with what they have.
1: Well, I'm happy. This was for the year the black QB.
0: <laughs> Definitely,
1: <laughs> seem to be doing all right this year. Definitely, I mean, yeah. even James has his up and down moments, but he he been balling too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Kyler Murray is doing his thing. Uh, Dak is doing his thing. James is doing his thing. We all know about uh, uh, Russell Wilson, um. The,
0: you got Deshaun Jackson. I mean, Deshaun Watson. Oh, you got oh he balling. Lamar. You got Lamar. Ja- uh,
1: Lamar, Lamar Jackson is balling. Yeah, yeah. I think they're finally figured out how to, to utilize the skill sets of these QBs and use them to their advantage to actually start to win games.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it it's showing that there is now. More of an, a welcome, is, it, 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 let's be honest, a lot of people were saying off the bat, I mean, we have people, we have friends that says, you know, the the, the black quarterback is, the death of the black quarterback is at hand. And, you know, people are proven, you, know, you know, black quarterbacks can't do it and be well and successful in the NFL. And yet this season is showing that that is obviously not true. Right. So, it is good to see that that diversity in the quarterback position is definitely being utilized. And it's good to see that they're reaping the benefits of it. Because like you said, not, not, you know, not even the backups, because like you said, Bridgewater is definitely going to find a contract and a home someplace where he could be the star in QB, especially when there's a lot of teams out there that's on the hunt. Like outside of Miami, of course, you can place like Chicago, for example, Um, Could be in the services for him. You could place Mm -hmm. all these teams that have the Broncos, which I doubt he would. I would doubt John Elway would go and look at him. But you have the Broncos, you have the Bengals, you have all these teams out there that may look at him and say, you know what, maybe we should give him a shot and see what we can do with him. So (laughs) it's good to see that happening right now, and especially all these quarterbacks are thriving from it. I
1: think personally, I think the Saints should hold on to him. And, cause Drew Brees is already 40. I mean, yeah, he's still balling, but he's, you know, Tom Brady ain't putting up Tom Brady as type numbers that he, he was in the past. You know, he's kind of slowing down a little bit too. I mean, Drew Brees is still Drew Brees. He's still got a ton of talent, but I mean, obviously, the, uh, the Saints would be smart to get that man 15 a year. I mean, they, it's hard to sit there and pay a back uh, a backup QB that sort of money, but they'd be foolish to let them go.
0: <laughs> Have we not seen what happened with Philly?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. That's
0: exactly what's going to happen. I, 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 I'm I, sorry, but they're going to ride and die with Drew B's no matter what. And I can honestly see another team giving Bridgewater an opportunity to start. And Miami, maybe. Yeah, if that's if they don't go out there, um,
1: oh, or, yeah,
0: yeah, in the uh, first,
1: you can still go out to tour and still pay Bridgewater that type of money, you know, because then you can sit there and at least the rookie quarterback is on a very manageable court uh, contract,
0: yeah. But if you get him in the first round, uh, nine times out of ten, you're going to try and start is, is mm-hmm. eventually going to happen like let's i mean let's see, you see it with the Giants what they did with eli and Daniel and um dan jones like mm-hmm. they got went up to go grab him so you knew eventually that he was going to take over the responsibility and right. that will leave now you know where that leaves eli if miami did that with bridgewater and then picks a quarterback at, in you know in the draft and especially in the first round it's just mm-hmm. been a matter of time before Bridgewater gets faded out for whoever they pick to be their future quarterback. Right. So I think that if I was him, I would look at places where it's not established as an actual quarterback and a place where they're not looking to get a quarterback, with you know, in the draft. Somewhere where it's a medium, where he could fight for that starting role and most likely has the odds on figuring it out winning. Well... The question is, is which team is that that's available that has that? That is true. So, um, but I'm, I really have to say one team that I definitely disappointed is, is definitely the Browns. Um, for a team that has so much talent and with their coach, it's just, I'm still baffled the fact that they have the record that they have. Um. And now you are starting to hear OBJ, there's going to be some grumblings now, the fact that he's made, he's getting a few catches. So I'm very curious to see, I don't know if they have a bye week but I'm, or if they're in the bye week now. Very curious to see how they're going to do for the rest of the season because I can't honestly say that if they don't get their act together or salvage this season, it's going to be problems where it's going to be a lot of people gone, um, especially in, in the head coach.
1: You think so? I,
0: I, I put like, yeah, I can honestly see if the Browns don't have, if the Browns have a losing season, I could see Kitchen's gone. As much as Baker may want to keep him, I could see, I, I mean, the fans would be calling, it's calling for his head now for the record that he has. So obviously something is not working um there, and whether it's the head coach or the offensive coordinator, something is not working. The defense, yeah. But it's going to rely on the head coach. It's always going to fall on the head coach.
1: Ah, uh, man. I have a question for you. Sure. So LeBron just let it go.
0: Let what go? <sighs> All right, to be honest, he's in that I guess he's in that stage of, I don't know what to do. It's almost midlife crisis type role. <laughs> um, I mean, his play is still gonna be the same no matter what, but I don't know, like right now, if his wife like it, that's all that really matters.
1: True. So you saw the whole thing with his, his hair piece or whatever you wanna see?
0: Nah, you no, know, I heard about it. I heard about it. <laughs> I heard about
1: it. <laughs> Anthony Davis kind of had to pull him to the side and like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I, hey, it's, it's that crisis moment. It's like, uh, what I'm going to do with this, going for it. So mm-hmm. I accept it or I, I, I just, go I ahead. Just let it go. <laughs> I, to be honest, I can't see him letting it go. I really can't.
1: Well, I, I At least get one that's glued in properly. <laughs>
0: I was, i I'm more curious to find out who who gave him the idea to think that it was going to be all right
1: probably this, boys, probably the, the company who says wear this and give it to you for free <laughs> like nah should've just did hair clap for men
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i' I'm, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if you already tried it <laughs> at this stage.
1: It's something that that uh works within your your hairline your scalp <laughs> that is you
0: know? true that is true. No, but um, I while we're on the subject of NBA, um, Golden State Warriors, of course, won their first game. Um, have a one and three record right now. Um, mm-hmm. Where are you? I mean, I mean, I know. Are you a little surprised at the fact of the record? No. Okay, that's what I figured. I don't think a lot of people are surprised at the start of this season at this stage.
1: Is this Stephen Draymond? AI Sean Livingston is gone. KD is gone.
0: They got D'Angelo.
1: Gone.
0: They got D'Angelo.
1: Okay. <laughs> I think D'Angelo is a nice third option once Clay is back.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Definitely agree with you on that. To be honest, I think they're um oh they're still injured and they got a new group of people. So you know I'm not gonna take these records that start i mean the first four or five games with a grain of salt at this stage and to be honest like people need to understand and fans need to understand that it'll just pump their brakes a little bit because people that have the most chemistry are the people that has still have the same team intact when you have like five six seven new guys um starting a new season it's going to take time for people to adjust so I'm not surprised at any other the records, to be honest. I'm not surprised at the record itself for any teams because it's going to take time for it to gel, which is why it's not really important when it comes to the NBA season until, like, the next 20, 20 first 25 games. Then you get a sense of it. So you get a sense of who's doing, going to do well or who's going to fall off. So this is why, like, right now the first 25 games is meaningless to me because you can start off like being hot seven and zero, and then completely drop to be the last team in the, whatever conference that you're in. Right. So people gotta understand it's just it's not a sprint; it's a marathon. So that's why I, I like when the whole people like teams about yeah, Golden State falling off, falling off. Um, all these records shouldn't be the way that they are. It's like it's not that serious.
1: Never is.
0: Yeah, it really isn't. Really isn't. Like football, like game one, you gotta be ready because you only got a certain amount of games and all Mm it takes is that one game. Um baseball is more of a marathon as well. So every I mean every game doesn't really count, but it helps. So now
1: um I'm trying to think. It's um you never know, you know, you get some injuries that kind of happen. Uh, some top teams, somebody goes down. If they, I would be really, really shocked if Golden State finishes 500 this year. Wait. I
0: think
1: we might go 41
0: to 41. So, wait, are you saying that you would think that they would be below 500?
1: No, nah, I think they're, I think they're a pedigree, and I think they're, I think. I think Steve Kerr might do his best coaching job mm-hmm. and get the most out of these young guys, but I don't think they're going to win more than 41, 42 games this season.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I that I agree with. That I agree They're
1: with. definitely not winning 50.
0: Oh, no. Not at all. Not at all. To be honest, they'll probably be fighting for the, for the playoff spot. Last playoff spot.
1: I think they're going to get go that.
0: Oh, wow, really? Uh, now, that's I, still interesting.
1: Think, I mean, think we, we know who the top four is, L.A., L.A., um Utah. Well, since I say top four. LA, LA, Utah, Portland, Um, San Antonio, Houston. Uh, I don't know about Houston. But they got a solid core. It wouldn't shock me if they come in at eight. Um who else?
0: You got, you mean in the West? Yeah. Um, All right, so you got both LA teams, Clippers, Lakers. uh, You got Denver, Utah. You got Houston. You got, I don't want to put Dallas in there right now. Um, You have Portland. Portland, yeah, Portland as well. All right, so you got, both Lakers teams, Portland, you got Denver, Utah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got Houston. San Antonio. San Antonio. The
1: seven.
0: You, you got, let's say Dallas jumps in there. Um, I, I think you have a good – there's some teams out there that could definitely give that those eight teams a run for their money to make it. I don't, and to be honest, all those eight teams are not edging stone to make right. it. Right. So – um, it's definitely going to be interesting, and there's a lot of teams out there that can push them because Minnesota is starting off well too. So I think that there's going to be some teams that's going to be surprisingly good, very much so.
1: Yeah, you know, hey, I'm with all that, I, I think uh, I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be interesting. I don't think I think Golden State misses the playoffs. I don't think. I don't think they're gonna rush Clay coming back mm-hmm. knowing that they might be an eight seed. It don't it don't make sense to to fight for an eight seed and rush clay back when he doesn't need to necessarily come back.
0: Yeah. Wrestling
1: and then you go with your big four with D'Angelo at the one, Steph at the two, Clay at the three, and um Draymond at four. Mm-hmm. And I think where they where they where they jacked up where they really messed up was letting Demarcus go. I think they should have left. I think they should have kept Cousins.
0: To be honest, I don't know because that they got Willie Collins Stein, and I think he fits more better running the ball with them than Demarcus does pre-injury. So um, Willie Collins Stein just came back from injury, so I'm very interested to see how that whole dynamic. But it doesn't do anything without Clay. If Clay's not in it. Um, I don't see them, you know, at this stage doing anything. Once Clay gets back, that's when they'll, it'll be very interesting to see how they play.
1: But, yeah, and to me, I guess it depends where they are, once the season is. Not when the season is, where he is, where, where they are once he comes back after the All-Star break. Correct. Because if they're so many games out of the HC, do they risk him coming back just to fight for HC and they know they're going to get bounced out in the first round? Mm-hmm. Or just hold them out and say, "Hey, we 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 write this season off. Let's come back and show them who we are come next season."
0: Yeah, I don't, To be honest, I'm, I don't think a lot of people is really looking towards this season per se. They're looking for next season when Clay is healthy, um, and all these other people that are out still are become healthy, fully healthy. I think that's when it really starts to get interesting. Um, but of course, you know the season still has to play out. So, and it's like I said, it's too early to 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 see how things are. Um, so we'll see how if people make adjustments, and we'll see who makes changes and who continues to rise and who continues to fall. So, right.
1: Well, it'll be interesting. I, again, I will be following the NBA, to long after long after All Star break <laughs> highlights from here, man. It's... It's like baseball. I love baseball to death, but I ain't following baseball like that till it gets close to the postseason. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, yeah, that is true. That's true. And you see that, you know, tickets don't just just skyrocket every time the playoffs come on, especially in major leagues. So mm-hmm. um somebody was saying like the Washington Nats game was like a hundred I mean no, nine hundred a ticket. I saw a thousand. Name? Oh, it was up to a thousand? thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. That's you know? <laughs> <laughs> Those we see, yeah, you, you I just could found to be in the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now nah, I can see that happening.
1: You know, um, me personally, shit, I'd rather sit in the confines of my own friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. You're not alone. Uh, but we could talk more about what's going on in the world of sports. Um, but unfortunately, our time is up. So the like to thank everybody for checking us out. So, fellow, I mean Ace, let them know where they can reach you at. Uh, they
1: can find me on Twitter, Cat Daddy One Nine Six Three on Twitter.
0: And of course, you can find me on Twitter, and Instagram. I am Al Qualls. Twitter and Instagram. I am Al Qualls. You also can find my man or Ross on J E R O S seven seven at at J E R O S S seven. I believe yeah, something, like <laughs> something like that something like that oh um, <laughs> just you can you can find him he'll he'll come back next week with the full address so that you know and he'll authenticate and confirm that um, but we like thank you guys for checking us out appreciate all the love and support uh, one more quick note thank you again um don't make sure you subscribe we are on podcasts we are on all podcasts at this stage um, we're working on YouTube getting a YouTube channel out Um, So appreciate all of our support. Make sure you subscribe, check us out. Make sure you check us out on on Instagram as well. Um, Guys Talking Sports as well. Um, But appreciate all of the support. And one more thing, shout out to those Washington Nats fans for doing what they usually would have done when somebody is around that they don't agree with and um, showing their disdain displeasure um being that that person was in the building um but shout outs to them for just speaking out and being a a, a speech i mean freedom of speech um showcasing their rights of freedom Uh, (laughs) i'm trying to clean this up and be nice about it um i think everybody has a right to showcase their freedom of speech uh, unless you live in china um (laughs) but i digress (laughs) Uh, We, again, appreciate all the love and support out there. Thank you, guys, for checking us out. Um, Check us out next week as we talk more sports. And just do as we normally do, showcase and talk about it from a fan's perspective. But right now, I'd like to thank you, guys, for checking out Guys Talking Sports. Until next time, guys, take care. God bless and have a good one. Also, one quick note, rest in peace to John Witherspoon. Bang, bang, bang. (laughs) Bang, (laughs) We out.
1: Every time I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. Goddamn refrigerator. All the chips, All the pigs. Feet, all, the, all of them. I like pigs' feet.
0: Sometimes you just gotta coordinate. <laughs> Have a good one. Oh, God
1: bless. My pajamas.